The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode nine of the Infertility Podcast. I wanted to say thank you um, for your patience last week. I was sick, so I appreciate your uh, understanding. And I know a lot of you have made this podcast part of your routine. So thank you for the support. Um, And again, your understanding as I'm still trying to get over this cold. Um, But last week, I really had no voice. So um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, I made a post last week on Instagram and Facebook, which basically said we have officially become an international podcast. So through the um, host site that I utilize to um, host the podcast and push it out to the different outlets, um, through the statistics that's found on that website, I could see that we have listeners uh, tuning in from Norway, Singapore, Canada, Ghana, Brazil, the UK, Netherlands, Australia, Aruba, and the Caribbean. And in this past week, we can add France and Mexico to the list. Woo! God is like truly blowing my mind on the impact of this message, um, the impact of this podcast, all the feedback I've received thus far, um, all the constructive feedback also that I've received thus far. And um, as I stated in the beginning, uh, this podcast is not only about infertility um, and, and trying to conceive. It's about the seasons that we go through uh, in life. And although I am exposing the area of infertility and bringing that conversation to the forefront, um, there's other things that I hope that you can glean from while listening to this to this podcast. So with that being said, um, I wanted to discuss a huge challenge um, that we face regardless of what season we may be in, and that is fear. Uh, The definition of fear is uh, it is defined as an unpleasant emotion caused by belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So let's unpack the definition for a little bit. So it starts off saying that it's an unpleasant emotion. And so when you think about emotion, emotion is, you know, what we feel. Um, And then it goes on to say that is the belief that someone or something is dangerous and if you think about fear um the the reason why we have fear is that we can see or we can deem something as um scary or a threat and many times that someone or that something is is not dangerous um the definition continues to say that it's likely to cause pain or is a threat and so in our minds, we formulate this idea that what we are um, in fear of will cause pain or it is deemed a threat. Fear is crippling. And the thing is, we all face 
some sort of fear. Um, my fear may be different than your fear, uh, but we all have fears. Uh, there is the fear of maybe not passing a class or you know, passing a semester to graduate. Um, there's the fear of being single forever. <laughs> there's the fear of not being able to bear children. And those who are pregnant, uh, they may have the fear of childbirth and the process of giving birth to a child. Um, once you give birth to the child, you know, you may have a fear that, okay, am I going to be a great parent? You know, what, what am I going to instill in my children? And so that become, that may become a fear that, okay, am I going to be, you know, wise enough to raise my child or my children? Uh, there may be a fear that, um, you may not be healed for those who are sick in their body uh, or maybe going through a really tough time with some sort of sickness or illness you know the fear may be that you will not you know be healed or you won't recover from what's going on on your body um there may be the fear of rejection the fear of isolation and for me one of my biggest fears that i continue to tackle um really on a daily, a weekly basis is the fear of failing. Um, and, you know, to be really honest, uh, that fear crippled me. And it honestly does, you know, still to this day, that it's something that I really um, battle from time to time. And, uh, f you know, for me personally, I have deep rooted fears of walking in my purpose. Um, I had a fear of starting my business and the uniqueness of my audience. Uh, if I look at all of the um, business owners or those who uh, may be walking in maybe the nonprofit realm or even in ministry, um, my audience is very unique. And so uh, I had a fear of, you know, what am I going to bring to the table? Um, as I walk into my purpose, um, the fact that people may not understand, I had the fear that I wouldn't have support of those who, um, you know, maybe close to me. And so even putting on this podcast, I had a lot of fear, um, because I was exposing an area of my life um, and putting it out there that, hey, I'm trying to conceive. And I know that there would be some who would not capture the vision, who would not understand um, what I was, you know, what I'm trying to do. And also the fact that, you know, infertility is kind of seen as a, a taboo subject, especially um, for those who are believers, because, you know, tagging on that, you know, mindset or that word infertility, it comes with so much negativity. And I think I've talked about this in um, previous podcasts. It comes with so much negativity that people don't want to talk about it. But there are so many that are suffering in silence. And so it's just for me very important to talk about it and put it out there just as we do for mental health. Um, and I think that as a community, we've done great strides in putting that subject to the forefront and, and exposing light to it. I think that same thing, the same logic needs to be applied to infertility. 
because there's so many people who are are going and going through this uh, journey and um, you know suffering um, in silence and don't have an outlet. So for me, you know, the fear of failing and and putting myself out there and you know not knowing how it will be received um, is still something that I struggle with um, to this day and. One thing that I recall when, um, I forgot if it was, I forgot which pastor said this or which pastor kind of said this in a, in a sermon, but the acronym of fear and fear being false evidence appearing to be real. And so if you think about that, um, false evidence to, um, appearing to be real, if you think about fear, there are some things that are presented to you that make you experience fear or things that are, I'm using air quotes, are are seen as evidence, but you need to remind yourself that it's false. And a lot of times we fall into the trap of believing what is not true and believing what is not real and that hinders us from moving forward. Uh, Fear creeps up on you, you know, in many different ways. And as I was preparing for this podcast, I thought about the fact that fear really resonates in our thoughts and our thoughts turn into what we say and what we do. And there's other times where um, we gain fear or we have fear because of something someone else said. Um, And it may not have been a thought in your mind at all, but because someone else mentioned it, it now becomes something that you take on and you take it on and it becomes a fear in your life. And so um, I think I'll address that in, at another time of how you need to be mindful of what other people say. Um, but today I really want to talk about your own thoughts, our own thoughts, and um, the importance of making sure that we channel our thoughts to be positive. I had the opportunity um, a couple weeks ago to host a conference for my youth group and the theme was this means war and it was focused on 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 um, which says we destroy we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Take every thought captive. And when you just think about that piece of the the verse, take every thought captive, that comes with practice. Um, It's not something that comes naturally um, to us because we are bombarded by thoughts um, every day. And I looked up the statistics of how many thoughts we have per day. And experts estimate that our mind thinks between 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. So that's an average of 2,500 or 3,300 thoughts per hour. So when you're talking about taking every thought captive, there's so much running through our mind on a hourly minute by minute basis. Okay. So we have to ask ourselves, how many of those thoughts are negative? How many of those thoughts are from fear? 
and thinking about those thoughts are that are from fear, how many of those thoughts are crippling us from achieving what we want to achieve? So for me, when I think about fear, um, I think about worry. And for me, fear and worry are like fraternal twins. Uh, we, we define what fear is. Uh, worry is anxiety or unease. It allows one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. And so fear and worry for me go hand in hand. Um, and so you can have fear and may not worry, or you can have both, okay? And so um, when I think about fear and worry, I think about a time period in my life, um, years before I um, was engaged and, and married. Uh, and in that season, I had a lot of worry. I had a lot of fear. Um, I wanted to be married um, and fear was like creeping up in, in me and worry was creep, creeping up in my mind um, that I would be single forever. Uh, people were getting engaged and married left and right. Um, and I allowed worry to creep up into my you know heart. Like, okay, when is my time going to uh, come? Um, one of the major things that was going on in that time period was my job was going through a restructure and in essence my job was about to be eliminated and um the new structure was kind of rolled out and there were um jobs that were part of the hierarchy and most of the jobs that i would be going for were not you know for they weren't uh, opportunities for promotion most of them were lateral moves except for one i was at that period of time, I had um, some trouble um, or some struggles, I guess, with accepting the calling on my life. Uh, I was afraid that I would be isolated, misunderstood, unsupported. Um, I think with this piece, I'll I'll do a separate podcast of how I came to the point to accept the call over my life um, because to be honest, I was literally running away from my purpose. I was having a Jonah moment for sure um, because it was something that I did not envision for my life. It was not part of my plan at all. (laughs) So um, I was dealing with that. I was dealing with the fact that I knew I had a calling. I knew I had a purpose, um, but I was not at the point where I wanted to accept um, the call. Uh, I was starting my master's program. So that was an added layer of stress. Um, and all this was kind of happening in a, I want to say like a six to eight month period of when it was announced that we were going through a restructure. Um, you know, in that time period, that's when, uh, uh, a lot of my family, a lot of my friends were starting to get engaged and get married. Um, so all of that, I want to say was taking place in a six month period. So every day was filled with fear, anxiety, worry, and it was a lot. It was it was a lot to deal with. So um, I decided that I was going to go on a cruise to just kind of relax, pray, get my mind right um, for what was to come uh, towards the end of that year. 
And I made a promise to myself that um, every morning I would do my best to do a devotion, um, to do my devotion while on the cruise. So thankfully, my roommate, um, my roommate, Nicole, um, she insisted on getting a balcony um, for the cruise. So that was helpful, you know, to have like a private area so I can do, you know, my devotion in peace. And looking back on that um, decision to get a balcony, as you know, simple as it may seem, um, I was struggling with money at that time. But looking back, um, I'm really grateful that she insisted that we get the balcony because it was really, um, it was really a good time for me to just kind of step away and have a private moment between myself and God. So pretty much every morning I would do my best <laughs> to wake up early and do my devotion. So, um, just going back to that season in my life is, wow. It was so hard. Like it was so many tears. Um, and I'm really good about kind of masking my emotions or not really putting my emotions out there, which is bad. Um, and so a lot of people didn't know what was going on. And so it was just a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, um, because at that time, um, in my career. And so if, if I think about it now, I've only basically worked for one company. It was all that I knew. And so it was kind of like the carpet was being like pulled up under me and, I had to make some, you know, decisions. So um, I was filled with a lot of fear, a lot of emotions and feelings about my future and the possibility of losing my job. And if I did lose my job, like what I was going to do. So one morning I um, woke up and was, you know, made that commitment to do my devotion. And part of the devotion, um, the scripture reading was from Matthew uh, chapter six. And I'm going to read um, Matthew six, verse 25 through 27, uh, which says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Now, the verse itself impacted me, especially because of what was going on in my life, because I was dealing with a lot of worry. But I want to set this scene for you. Um, I am sitting on a balcony the sun is shining real nice and I am doing my devotion. And for any of you ha who have been on a cruise, this was the day at sea. So um, usually at the day at sea, you're usually pretty much on the ocean the whole day. Um, there's no stops. And there's time periods where the cruise is anchored and um, the boat is not moving. So on that particular day, um, I can't remember if we were anchored. I'm pretty sure we were anchored. And because um, I remember going up to Lido deck later and that's kind of when we started moving. So we were anchored. I was sitting in the balcony. So 
all I see is like sunshine and ocean pretty much. And as I read the verse, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Literally, as I read that verse, a bird flew and was chirping. Like legit, it happened. So I got up and looked to see if there was any land in sight. I didn't see anything. And um, I sat down and I was just like, okay, God, I get it. Um, I completed my devotions and my prayer. And it was in that moment, I truly released all of my fear, all of my anxiety. I journaled my thoughts um, and the experience that went on, you know, went on that day um, and just kind of went about our day um, and, and continued on the cruise. Uh, when I returned home, I had to literally push out every thought that was negative and people. Um, the immediate result was within my um, job situation. Really, after I accepted um, the call of my life, things started to really fall into place. Um, I applied for two positions, uh, one would, uh, two of which were uh, lateral moves, and one would be a promotion. And I remember that time period, you know, it's still like etched in my memory. I remember that time period, and everyone was saying, no one should think that they should get a promotion out of this. Like basically everyone was trying to secure a job. And um, in my mind, you know, I smiled and nodded out, you know, on the surface. But in my mind, I rebuked everyone um, who said that. And I kept pushing. And in the months after uh, the cruise, I got funding to... Um, get my to, to complete my master's program because that was a, a fear and a worry of my of mine of how I was going to pay for school um but it was not easy in the months um leading to getting my new role I was still battling fear I was still walking in worry but I had to you know get my mind together and walk in faith um, fill my mind with positivity, with positive thoughts, scriptures, people. And I really had to learn to trust God at his word. And the cruise experience really solidified that he heard me. He heard my prayers. He saw my tears. And um, that experience of seeing that bird, you know, fly while I was reading that verse, um, for me, is something that is to me, a God experience, you know, um, some people, uh, they may experience God in different ways and he speaks in different ways. But for me, that was like something that is etched in my memory. Like, oh my God, this happened. And this was a sign that things were going to be okay. And, um, I can, I'm, you know, so humble to say that at that time period, I was you know a small you know, a small amount of individuals who ended up getting a promotion out of the restructure that took place at my job and to me like looking back on that that was only god like i cannot take credit um for it like i you know i look back on that and i was and i'm still shocked that i was given the opportunity but you know thinking back on it it was really a um 
a challenge for me. It was something that I had to go through an experience I had to go through um, in order to know God in a different way. So in order to walk in faith over fear and feelings, it takes uh, effort from us on a daily basis um, to be sure that we're taking away those negative thoughts. We're removing those things that have us um, in a state of worry. And I've kind of given... um, some advice or or some tidbits or strategies to um, kind of combat this, this battle of the mind. And I've talked about, you know, writing affirmations or verses or quotes um, on index cards and putting them in places that you will see them. And it's just a reminder um, of, okay, this is something that I have to keep my mind focused on. I have to focus on this positive thought or I have to keep my mind on the scripture and really believe in the scripture. And so um, that is something that has really helped me in the past. And it's still something that I do today um, that helps me get through difficult times. Um, I surrounded myself with people who spoke life over me. And we're not negative or nitpicky, um, who really guided me in love, who guided me in truth. And so when you're dealing in um, dealing with that season of fear, that season of worry, um, it's important that you surround yourself with people who will speak life over you. Um, also during that season, um, to really keep myself and my mind busy, I got involved in church. Um, I got involved in the community. Um, I think I've talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts. I joined the, um, Central Florida Urban League Young Professionals, which is part of the National Urban League. And so I got really involved. Um, I held positions within that organization and um, really kept myself involved in community service and giving back and, you know, shifting my mind and my focus off of all the things that I felt were going, quote unquote, bad in my life. Um, I want to leave you with this quote, which says, uh, watch your thoughts they become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. And this is a quote that I've kept kind of close to me um, because we are going through this battle of um, thoughts in our mind and dealing with fear and feelings. And one thing that I always think about is we can't allow the thoughts that we're having today to impact our destiny. And so that quote, it starts off with the thoughts and ends with the destiny. And so while we're going through this journey, we need to be sure that we don't allow our thoughts to hinder where we're trying to go. Um, Although I've experienced some challenges when obtaining um, the new role that I am currently in and even accepting my purpose, I had to put in my mind that I couldn't walk in fear. That stronghold over my life, it needed to be removed. And even if I still struggle with it from day to day, I still know that I have victory because I have the tactics and the strategies that help me to be victorious over that stronghold. And it's an ongoing battle. It's an ongoing, you know, every day it's, it may be something different, you know, Um, but I want to encourage you to challenge your thoughts daily. Take every thought 
captive and make it obedient to the word. The moment you see that it does not align with what you know to be true, the moment you realize it doesn't align with what God says, you got to throw it out. It's trash. And so um, you have to have, I know we're really big on filters um, in this generation with all of our social media apps, but you have to learn how to filter your thoughts and filter what you allow um, to come into your mind and to take root in your mind. Um, because it's important to know what seeds are being planted, uh, and in making sure that the seeds that are planted match up with the harvest that you want to reap, if that makes sense. Um, so just keep that in mind to, you know, make it, make it a daily decision to walk in faith and not walk in fear and not walk in your feelings. Because if you will allow fear and feelings to dictate you, you will not reap a great harvest. You won't you won't obtain the goal that you want to obtain. You won't reach your destiny. And so it's important that you understand that this is a daily fight and it's okay. And you take the measures necessary to be victorious. Um, so I hope you learned something, even if it was through my um, me sharing the story of my cruise and um, the impact that that devotion had on me in that season. And I just want to really encourage you to walk in faith, you know, check your fears, check your feelings and, and don't allow them to dictate um, your destiny. Uh, so thank you for tuning in to this week's uh, podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and please drop a comment. I would love to hear from you. Um, I really, really appreciate all the, the, the comments, the feedback, the DMs. Um, you all are awesome. So until next time, be blessed. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.